0: Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Good Stuff podcast, where we talk to inspirational people doing inspirational things. And I am really thrilled today to be joined by three incredible ladies who uh, form Ludlow Chamber, who are going to talk to us today, not only about what the Chamber does, but also the value that they place in independent shops and um, the support they provide to small businesses and why it's more important now than ever that communities work together to support local businesses. So welcome, all three of you. Lovely to see you.
1: Hi. you. Hello. Hi.
0: Could we start, for those listening, could you just introduce us and tell us about you and your own individual businesses?
1: Okay, I'm Carmel Wilson. I own a shop called Expensive Mistakes on Market Street in Ludlow, and I specialize in designer on top end of the high street we love clothing, and next is Tish. Okay, I'm I'm a apple juice producer,
2: um, but I'm also a manager of the local local Tedlow Farmers Market as well and cafe.
3: that makes it sound like she doesn't do a lot. She also sits, <laughs> she also sits on the slow food committee. She's the chambers
1: um, finance treasurer person. Um, so has yes, a, has a, a pop up <laughs> restaurant. So we're lucky to have her here. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Um, uh, And uh, I'm the gobby one. My name's Josie. I am one half of uh, Eclectica on Mill Street. Uh, I also uh, currently wear the
0: uh, Chamber Secretary hat. Lovely stuff. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules. I know you've kind of finished work and come straight to talk to me. So I do really value your time. And I'm really glad that I've had the opportunity to speak to you now with it being small business Saturday um, this weekend. I think it's a really opportune moment to kind of understand a little bit more about what it is that you do as a collective um, so that we can learn the value that you kind of give back to your traders to keep businesses really thriving. I think particularly after the Kind of torrid couple of years that businesses, well, everyone has experienced. So perhaps to get us started, could one of you just give us a little bit of context about the Ludlow Chamber?
3: Okay, the aims of the Chamber, and I always think, um, you know, the term Chamber of Trade and Commerce all sounds uh, super dry, um, but it, it's actually a, a really great community. And the aim of it is to um, support and promote our membership. Um, the membership currently resides at about 103 or 104 I had a quick look um, on my way out Um, and we're all small independent businesses the promotion I would say is self-explanatory we do that through marketing be it through the Ludlow Guide uh, website print social media that side of things but the support can take many guises I think um, you know it can be a cup of tea and a bit of a download with somebody that's a one-man band that just needs to kind of you know, shrug off the week's, um, you know, stuff. It can also be um, financial support. It can be promotional support. It can be a business support such as, you know, I'm looking for a new insurer. Can you put me in touch with somebody? I need a sign writer. Is there somebody to help me with that? You know, the list is endless. And like I say, when there's a hundred odd people that brings that you can tap into, that's what the
1: chamber's there for. That's and we a, all know a little bit something different about the town. And so because like I live in the centre of the town and Jodie will sometimes say something to me about a, a person and I'll go, oh, no, they've been here for donkey's years. You know, they're not new. It's just that you've not seen them around. And so it's it's working on things like that as well that so like gives us all different kinds of information and different scope as well it's an amazing set of skills yeah yeah
0: 104 businesses 104 independent businesses as a membership is particularly impressive you know you're a you know smallish market town so to have that number of independent businesses that are active members of a community is a is a really phenomenal achievement isn't it
3: yeah, and they're wide ranging. I mean, the three of us here um, obviously are um, from a retail <laughs> in environment, but we have insurers, accountants, accommodation providers. Um, there are other groups, for example, Ludlow Fair Trade are members. And there's people that run tabletop enterprises. There's social media people. You know, it's a real wide ranging. Um, like Carmel just said, it's a really good skill set that yeah. we can all tap
1: into. And also because a lot of people have come from. Different backgrounds as well. I mean, my background was never working in a shop. It, you know, you still like, but you bring those experiences with you. Jodie's was more in publishing. Correct. And so it's, you know, it's good to have that mix of people. I think it was a lovely thing here, Monica, who can't be here this evening, because she's fallen and blacked her eye, has uh, <laughs> said something out here. And I thought this was a really nice sentence. And it says, what sets the local small businesses apart is that most of them are run by people and not corporations or share. We're not responsible to shareholders. We're just responsible to ourselves and our bank managers, mainly.
3: And um, to our town and, and
1: community. To town so. And community. Mm-hmm. so it's like it gives it that inclusive feel. Absolutely. And I suppose I imagine,
0: um, although you'll tell me because I never assume, but I'm imagining the last with everything that's happened globally, that if you just take a very microcosm of just Ludlow Town and the businesses within it, that, you know, there's never before, I imagine, have you been needed more? Would you say that you've kind of seen businesses really require that sense of community and connectivity and guidance?
3: certainly when the first lockdown um mm-hmm. hit um wearing my hat as a secretary I was fielding a lot of where the hell do I go to get help kind of questions um and and it was really lovely to be able to sort of respond to those and be there and like I say, if I didn't have the answer you know there was a hundred other people I could call upon I think whilst we are a micro, you know, we're a lovely little microcosm here in Ludlow, we're not um, immune to the wider world. And certainly... Um, I think I said to you earlier Louise you know we are jokingly I think the French once called us a nation of shopkeepers and indeed I think we are but we we're not a nation of manufacturers anymore and so certainly in terms of what's going on in the wider world with um, and I hate the word but Brexit and all of those things and you know container ships getting stuck in the Suez Canal we are having to deal with things on a much wider scope so that sort of shared experience of you know how hard hit are you getting with customs fees how are you sourcing Mm. products you know Mm. tissue having issues getting you know your bottles and all that kind of thing it's 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 there's that sort of wider scope that you can sit down and share those things so it's we are in a lovely little community here but we're not immune to the to the effects of the outside world.
0: But the businesses, I guess, are very fortunate then that you are able to they're able to ask questions and there is someone who could give them some insight or guidance or support in a time of need.
3: Yeah. And I, you know, I think I've said it before, it's all about collaboration and not competition. Yeah. And, and we're, we're very keen, all of us, I think, as businesses, if, if you know, I can't help you in my shop, then I'll send you somewhere else that that can, you know, I'd like that pound to stay in Ludlow um yeah uh, tissue told me is it 60p out of every pound or something that's spent locally i think if you for every pound you spend
2: locally in in a local you know business as opposed to a national chain um it generates another 73 p or something like that there is a i remember using it in a in a report i wrote once about you know buying local And, and that goes even further if the product that's that you're buying is made locally Absolutely. which is another thing as well, you know, it's another sort of, you know, additional multiplier effect. So, you know, promoting all of those things, I feel, you know, d- does really help the local economy in a way in which you you, you can't deny that. It's just, mm. it's just a fact. It's, you know, it's plain obvious. And I think, I suppose when, you know, Ludlow has so much to offer in terms of sort of, you know, whether it's uh, craft, arts, you know, mm. food, whatever, you know, but also interesting and unique shops like you know expensive mistakes you can't go wrong really because there's 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 something there for everybody and i think that's what we offer and as long as we carry on that sort of um, mix of mix of different different things which are pretty i hate the word unique because there's nothing really unique in the world but you know it's pretty it's becoming more so and thank god we i think recognized it long enough ago when a lot of market towns were going down um, in terms of their economic um, success and I feel we kind of maybe just salvaged t- it at a time there was a lot of concerns that all oh, the butchers when they retire they go they disappear we'll lo- it will just be a little domino effect and all of a sudden it will be full of chains and we're, t- we're going back now 15 years and there was that constant worry but I for whatever reason and I'd like to think the chamber had a foot in the door there and helped and, and created a sort of a sense of an offer, you know. We did the shopping guide, which is now the Ludlow guide. You know, we kind of we've just been chipping away at it for years, and I just sort of feel like maybe now we're really reaping the benefits of you know having something like you know this this guide, which we're in complete control of. You know, we, we generate the income from businesses; they pay for their entry. You know, we make a little bit of money on the side as well, which helps you know promote other projects. We've got the loyalty card. You know, they all pay their way. It's all sustainable. That's what's good. It's not a grant that runs out and then we've got no money or what do we do? You know, it's kind of like it's more about making it a long term. So we
1: really have more of a three, five and ten year look at things rather than just reacting to whatever's going on at the moment. But the other thing I think that is really important that we do as a group of people is we're honest If somebody is having a crappy time, you can go and say, today's been horrible, and because of this, this, and this, or it could be that you've taken no money. And I'd rather tell somebody that, that, and then they'll go, you know, I've had exactly the same thing, or Tuesday was fine for me, Wednesday's been shocking, and at least you don't feel on your own. Yeah. You, you know it's not just you.
0: I think one of the things I found like particularly like like brilliant that you guys do because it's, you know, we've spoken a lot about the support and the connectivity and the experience and that shared information and shared knowledge. But um I think it's the importance of initiatives as well to help kind of drive um kind of behaviors locally by encouraging mm-hmm. people make sure they do keep that pound locally but also you've got a good visitor economy it's you know but what do we do to make sure we promote that and when people are visiting for one reason they're exploring the whole town and they're shopping in the whole town and i think you've done some really interesting things kind of recently and for a long time that it'd be really good to talk a little bit about some of those (laughs) because They might provide some inspiration to other towns in terms of the kind of work that can be done if you just have a group of really determined individuals making stuff happen. Yeah, I mean, I think um, Tish just, just touched
3: on it briefly. Then you know, they it predates me. Um, I'm. What, as um, effectively called in a blow in round here. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've only lived in Shropshire for eight years. I think I've got another 30 before I'm accepted as a local. But um, yeah, you said about mm. 15 years ago, you guys launched something called the Shopping Guide, which was a little mm. listing of um, some of the local shops that wanted to be invo- um, involved. That has morphed into a printed guide that we now do every year. It's a 32 page guide. Um, which has listings for local shops, what to do, where to stay, um, interspersed with articles about the area. Um, little f- um, There's a little uh, fun treasure hunt that's in there. Um, you know, re- a really nice, ke- you know, almost a keepsake guide that if you... Um, you'll either collect it when you're here in Ludlow because it'll be in your accommodation provider or you might collect it from the visitor information centre. it's also available much um, further afield as well on the arterial routes and things coming into town. Um, you'll, you'll say, I've had an awesome time in Ludlow and you'll pass it on to a friend that says, hey, come. That morphed into a website which we revamped and refreshed two years ago, which now has a really active listings page, gets something like 3,000 hits a month. It's amazing. Um, and that's got a directory of, the, again, the businesses. It's also got a directory of events and, again, fun articles. Anybody can contribute to that. And it, it's just a really active little community on its own. Aside to that, we've got the the socials, as I like to call them, you know, the Facebooks, Instagrams, all of those. Yeah. Um, I
2: think the loyalty card is worth yes. mentioning because yes. that was something which we wanted it, and it was, it's been going what now I don't know eight years maybe I mean and it is such a simple thing and it doesn't involve tons of money and it just it just tells it as it is it's honest referring to the honesty mm. what we, we're on about and it's sort of it's a very simple concept you know you go in and you spend over a pound okay yeah we're not gonna make anyone a millionaire but it's a pound but it's a pledge of showing your you know the fact that you like to buy I don't know your bread in a local bread shop as opposed to you know the supermarket and that then gets a stamp and once you've got 20 stamps on your little card you hand it in to any of the participating shops and there's a leaflet that tells you which ones are in it and which ones aren't and, and basically you go into a drawer and we try and do it every quarter and there's some people who absolutely love it and they go they do this you know all the time and we've had we have had repeat winners but that's great because it's showing their loyalty and that's what it's all about and it's just a, such a simple concept and we and I remember being in the meeting at the time and sort of discussing it all and you know there's lots of convoluted you know lot I mean loyalty cards are so many aren't there and most shops have their own anyway but you know we just thought well let's do something which just really does tell it as it is and it is just showing your loyalty to, to, to shopping local and using the small shops and it and it does that and I think you know it's still going today so it's sort of it's shown that it's it's worthwhile
3: my business partner Vicky collects them every quarter and there's three hampers to be one and I can tell you that on average there's 300 cards collected every That's quarter so and so that encourage you know the, the Ludlow Guide if you like is for people visitors coming into town but the loyalty card is for those that live here within town it's our way of giving back to them and saying thank you for, for spending your pound with us um, I would like to just, if I may, <laughs> just sort of circle back mm. around to something, which is whilst we are all independent uh, business owners, we're not anti chain here in Ludlow. You know, there are some biz, big mm. um, business premises which only a chain could afford to, to rent, and those chains do give local people jobs. So I, I think it's about balance. Yes. I think we, have, we have hit a, a lovely little sweet spot here in Ludlow. But like with all Mm. towns, it does up and flow. Sometimes it's more chainy. Sometimes it's more independent. But it, like I say, we're not we're
1: not anti independence, uh, anti chains. Sorry, we can't afford to be because nobody would be able to afford the rents. No, um, and that would mean we'd have big empty buildings.
0: And nobody wants big empty buildings. No, no. And, and we're really fortunate. I mean, um,
3: just touching on the pandemic, you know, I my mom lives in Cheltenham, and she said there's a whole raft of independent empty businesses now, mm. and they've lost some of the indies, and they've lost some of the chains. Here in Ludlow, we, we lost a few, but um, I would say they were through natural retirements in terms of some of the independence. A lot of the chains took a moment to look at themselves and go, heck, you know, this actually isn't working and we need to bow out. They are not staying empty and, mm. and people are moving. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we are so what it is, Lou, if we could bottle it and give it to other towns. I don't know what it is, but there, <laughs> there's some ma- there is some magic here in Ludlow. And, you know, I think we're just a small part of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I suppose the other thing we do is the um, making use of the market square because there's this whole uh, understanding that a market will bring footfall. You know, it's it's an attraction, and actually we're we're blessed with a market square. Um, it's owned by the town council, and they have markets on there most days. But obviously, um, obviously they don't have it on a Tuesday. So we've done what we can over the years, and we started tinsel Tuesdays. Again, God, I can't remember. Maybe nine years ago, eight years ago. And that's been chugging away every year. And it makes great use of the space because it's there all the time. And basically, if there's not a storm there, it's a car park, which isn't great <laughs> on any <laughs> day of the week. But um, it's lovely to use it at, at peak times, like December, we run up to Christmas, which is the Tinsel Tuesdays. It's, it's always three Tuesdays before Christmas. And then this year, we've just done the Makers' Markets in August, which I think we had five of. Um, yeah so and they were a great success as well so we we you know we're trying to make the most of what we've got and that's an asset that's sitting there you know and if it's not being used it ain't generating any interest or income for anyone so it's and that and it's kind of a bit of a knee-jerk sort of allowing sort of crafty people to come and sell their wares after you know during the pandemic a lot of them were denied the right to to trade because yeah. it was only essentials for many mm. for many months wasn't it on the market so it's sort of catch-up time for them and I think it's worked really
3: and it's it's a lovely outlet for them because a lot of them do sell in some of the independent shops here but they're able to get out and actually meet meet their audience, if you like, and meet their buyers. And it's great for, for us as, as a purchaser. I love starting my Christmas shopping mm. on the Tinsel Tuesday to meet the maker
1: and really understand about the quality and the love and everything that goes into their product. And it's, it's nice that, I know we sort of like, we we have to, in a way, embrace the chains, but it's nice to be able to support people um, by buying locally as well and let, help, helping people thrive rather than sort of like just taking a quick option. Mm-hmm. I think
0: that's one thing that I've, I've always really um, appreciated and loved about about Ludlow as a community and as a business community is that it's um, never just about the thriving independent businesses or the, you know, the bricks and mortar. There is a real um, onus in the town collectively to promote the producers the makers and the producers who live not just in the town itself but kind of locally too which i know is where you come you know your passion tish as well and i think that as a very as a real focus within the town is something really special because it means that that is really thriving with with makers and producers mm. well you've only got to look at
3: the success of our fantastic food festival the brilliant medieval christmas fair which actually sadly had a bit of a torrid time last weekend. But, you know, those things are booked out months in advance because people want to... Oh, Spring Festival. Spring, I mean, yeah, the fringe Festival too. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it, those things are booked out months in advance mm-hmm. because people want to tap into that. And I think what we've been able to do is, um, certainly through the, the August market and the, the December market, is, is take a little bit of essence of those yeah. and put them on. And, of course, I must mention the Fringe Festival as well. It's also fabulous. That brings so many amazing acts um to Ludlow you know I can imagine a lot of these comedians and actors and things kind of go I've been booked for Ludlow where the hell is that you know (laughs) look on on the look on the map and kind of go am I you know not an awful lot of people think they're going to Wales don't they which Mm. always makes me chuckle but you know it's we it's, it's just yeah it's a really fun place to be it is yeah and it looks like we might be having a carnival again as well
2: so Fantastic! Love, exciting. Yeah, I went to a meeting last night. So there's this sort of a little initiative, which is coming out at the fringe festival, but they're really wanting to work with a much broader range of people because the carnival is a community event. So they get into schools and all the guides and brownies and cubs and all those sort of groups to sort of, you know, potentially get involved. So there was a very positive um, meeting yesterday mm-hmm. and a good turnout. So let's see, you know, they, they're wanting to do it for next year. So that might be, you know, another amazing event in our, cal- our many calendar mm-hmm. of events. So, you know, Ludlow doesn't lie down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what was interesting, when we were first thinking about moving and moving to Ludlow, there, I, there used to be the big what's on, And the thing that we both noticed was that every weekend there was something happening in the town and then you thought you'll never be bored you know at the very least it's the flea market you know but then sometimes it's a garden market it's a a maker's market on a sunday it and you just never know you know what's going to happen and i think that's still nice Still to be surprised by that
3: oh i know this i mean this weekend we've got rich hall you know coming to the assembly rooms i mean what an amazing name i bet he's thinking where the hell's led <laughs> i
0: think there's a there's a point that everything you've just said like feeds into really nicely which is the importance and i spoke to um, Sally Themens who runs Lovebridge North and does a brilliant job here in our hometown of Zan. and It was it, it, it came up in, in our conversation and it's absolutely relevant here is the importance of making a community feel pride in where they live. Um, so that they talk to people about it, so that they want to shop locally, so they want to bring visitors to the town, so that they want to go to events. Um, and I think Ludlow is particularly good at instilling a real sense of pride from its in it you know from the community into you know into the town, really. Do you think you know what are your thoughts about that?
3: Um, I mean, earlier this year we collaborated with the council on the um, in the very dry standing market town regeneration fund project, which was a, um, a March's um, initiative to help some small towns get off their feet post-COVID. Um, and when we were discussing, you know, what that, you know, should look like, it immediately was let's call it love Ludlow, you know, the, and it was it was a no-brainer mm. from everybody involved. And in that little theme is being picked up all over the shop which is just really lovely from like the fringe doing the bunting Mm. trail with the schools and whatnot you know which was all the love love low themed thing we've had
2: a film yeah we did the film the promo film you know so it's kind of all tied in together and it's kind of like love love works for local people as well as visitors and i think that was what we were trying to find was something that a brand that kind of worked sort of across the piece because not all local people enjoy the fact that Ludlow gets besieged by thousands of people (laughs) Well, you know a couple of times a year these very big festivals i mean they're mega events and you know it's trying to keep everyone happy you won't all the time but i think there is i don't think anyone would deny the fact that you know we've got a very alive high street and at at the moment i think there's a lot of towns struggling you know and i i don't know quite what it is but you know I'd like to think the Chamber has something to do with it, but, you know, it is trying to keep everyone happy, sharing the love and making sure people feel included and not, you know, and it's not all about, you know, incomers or, you know, events for other people, you know, we've got to think about the town as a whole.
0: No, that's really interesting. Um, I've What's coming up then, so Tinsel Tuesdays is running. Yeah, starts next week.
2: Free. Yeah, 7th, 14th and 21st, so... Yes, exciting. We've got, yeah. we got, um, we got some lights we're going to be hanging. We bought, we've invested in some little lights for the market, which I've always wanted. And I've got a great job. I don't know how I'm going to get this done in time for everything, but hanging them. I've bought lots and lots of clips. <laughs> to hang them in front of the stalls all the way around. You know, it's one beam. of your
0: many roles and responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> the electrician. I'll I will come and hold the ladder, Tish. I'll
3: come and hold the ladder. I might need some help. I'm really not sure. <laughs> Where <laughs> you plug them in to? Well, so the we've got. All oh, right. <laughs> we've got, yeah, so this Tinsel Tuesdays in December. There is, uh, there will be the um, official Christmas lights uh, switch on at some point, which got postponed. Is that going to happen another time? Uh, Apparently so, yeah.
1: Okay. So, okay. yeah. um, okay. so Father Christmas, has gone missing has so, yeah let's hope he hasn't got covid <laughs> um
3: there's some fabulous um you know all our amazing restaurants have got their festive menus on the go um the feathers hotel have got a fabulous christmas day and boxing yes. day menu and a new year's eve uh, 20s theme party oh, um you know just 10 pound ahead um you get a glass of bubbles on arrival you can have a little boogie um,
1: and then, yeah, we've got two new restaurants opening. Oh, yes. You know, a, a bonkers time when you're just thinking to yourself, well, everybody's either just going out or just staying in and the pizza 10 is about to reopen. That should be next Wednesday. Yeah, that's it? the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. team that um, runs
3: Seasons. So uh, I'm sure many people have enjoyed their yeah. um, cafe down by the river or the
1: one in Shrewsbury. And then a brand new one called Athena, which is based at the Maskell Centre, um, uh, Greek, Greek Greek restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. so come and smash a few plates
2: <laughs> i might feel like that
1: but, um, <laughs> may I just do that in we yeah.
3: and then <laughs> we generally all take a little lie down in january february and then it all gears up again we've obviously got the spring um food festival yes which yeah. will
2: be lovely to have because we didn't have that last year so yeah. this year sorry this year last and year. then it'll be
3: the fringe and then the magna Longa, and of course you know the assembly rooms which reopened after a long sort of three hour uh, three hour three year <laughs> even uh refurbishment you know has a whole whole raft of events planned right yeah, through yeah. um so you know that you can't be bored in Ludlow really yeah.
0: and I think that's there's just the how exciting that is that actually you know Christmas shopping don't do it from the comfort of your own home do it and have a lovely time um and do it somewhere where people are going to do a happy dance when you spend your Christmas money. Exactly. exactly that. And, you know, it doesn't have to cost the earth. You can have a little
3: um, spice mould apple from Tish's store, warm your hands up, wander around. And, there's you know, there's gorgeous goodies from, you know, £2 up to £200 and, you know, each one made with
1: love. Okay. And the nice thing is about the website is that it will go straight through to everybody's individual website. So if people go on to my bit in the the guide, they can drill through and see what I've got on my uh, online shop.
0: So I think that's a a really nice point, actually. I think that it's really important that you've just mentioned that, Carmel, I think, because shopping, some people just aren't able to come out. Some people might be too far from Ludlow, and some people might be in Ludlow and too scared to leave the house, but you can still shop locally, and actually the value of that local economy doesn't have to be lost digitally nowadays.
1: No, no, but it's like I'm still doing the Zoom meeting for people, so there are still people around that, won't come out you know and you you just have to try different ways of it's just generating income yeah, I never thought Zoom would be an income stream. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think I mean, the word Zoom is now part of our, all of our collective language. It's in the dictionary, and I think
3: yeah, you're on mute. I think yeah. that's the other one. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really nice point. Carmel is that yes, you can still support your independent high street, whether that's Ludlow or you know Ashburton in Devon, or you know wherever you, one might live, somewhere in Somerset or Cheltenham. You know, if you've got a favourite little independent shop or a, a, a great maker that you want to support they will be online and and i you know again when i said that sort of you know chains aren't necessarily the nemesis neither is online shopping uh you can't you can shop small online
0: yes absolutely <laughs> Ooh, that's fantastic well thank you all so much for your okay. time today it's been so brilliant talking to you all and um i personally can't wait to come and visit tinsel tuesdays and i'm definitely earmarking a hot mold cider that's oh, yeah. absolutely <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> thanks for your time Take it's it, been lovely yeah. chatting
1: yeah we'll speak to you soon yeah. okay bye, bye.